You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast, bringing you the best heat media guests every single week. Here's your host, Dan Healy, brought to you by at the Miami Heat UK social media network. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat's UK-based podcast. I'm your host, Dan Healy. We are doing things a little bit different today. We would normally be here for our usual pre-game streaming show for game day from the UK. So we would normally be talking about the Lakers match-up tonight. But instead, because of a certain incident, let's say, on Monday night against the Denver Nuggets, it has dominated the timeline ever since then. So we thought, right, we've got to get on. We've got to talk about this. So we are dedicating this entire episode, this podcast episode, to the melee in Denver. Before we get into it, let's introduce my cast today. Oli Rahimi, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Fearful for my life because I tweeted something bad about the Jokic brothers, but other than that, I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, you got. You should be worried, mate. You should be worried, worried, worried. That's a dangerous ter- territory. Uh, Bilal Monar, Bilal, how are you, sir? You're on mute, my friend. Sorry. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Well, I'm glad you're all well. I'm glad you're all well. Now, listen, guys, we're going to squash this tonight. It's really, all I've done over the last day, over the last 24 hours, is just talk about this incident. Um, people need to understand one thing before we get into it, that everything I say is tongue-in-cheek. There's no malice. There's no hard feelings. This is all Twitter. This is all fun. This is basketball. This is just here to have fun. So anyone that's it, all the Nugget fans that have been in my comments crying and t- giving me abuse, I don't even read them. I don't even read. I, I start and then I finish. You are screaming into an empty room. So leave it all out. It's not. I'm not interested in it. Apart from Benji, of course, from the UK Nuggets. He's been good. I've enjoyed talking to him. But guys, so as I said, no malice. This is all a bit of fun. But having said that, I need to start with my tweet, my first tweet of Monday morning, which was, good morning. Anytime someone hits another player when they're not looking is a bitch move in any walk of life. I don't give a fuck if Morris started it. Fuck Jokic. Fuck Denver. Fuck you all for celebrating it. Fuck the timeline for being so weirdly horny over Jokic's brothers. So that, guys, is the energy we are keeping today. And that is the agenda. So uh, we're going to roll with that. Um, If you're listening here, uh, on on the podcast stream, uh, we're doing this live, so um, you know we're going to be we're going to be diving into comments. We're going to be looking at the odd bit of the odd bit of uh, of, of film. So uh, <laughs> already Raptors yells that's Josh there saying up the Jokic. So there's going to be some banter going forward. So keep your comments coming in. If you're watching on Twitter, hello, welcome, thank you for joining us. But get over to YouTube if you want to get in the comments because we will feature them. We're going to have a bit of fun with this. Ollie, I'm going to start with you. Um, now, there's two things that have wound me up about this incident, two things mainly, and we're going to get into both of them. But where I want to start is this so-called dangerous foul, if you like, that led to the incident, led to Jokic's massive reaction. This is what I'm getting a little bit angry about is because is this really a dangerous foul? We're going to take a quick look at it. And uh, let, me, let me say, I want to get your thoughts because for me, this is just this is a basketball incident. It's a hard foul. Don't get me wrong. It's a hard foul. Yeah. Um, Morris would have known what was coming, but for me, I, I don't see, I don't see that this is dangerous necessarily. And now look, you know, it, it's a hard foul. He's gone in with the elbow into the ribs, like you know, that, that's a lot of fat to get through for a start of into the ribs. So let's not worry too much about that. Yeah, the knee jars the knee. Dangerous. I mean, if this didn't happen, if this melee afterwards didn't occur, would we really be talking about that incident after the game? No. 
Quite simply, no. Um, I, I tweeted. I tweeted this. Um, I think earlier on. Um, when it's slowed down, and we see this um, in football with VAR a lot of the time, when a contact, when some sort of contact or impact in sport is slowed down 10, 15 times, it makes it look so much worse than it actually is in real time. When you slow it down like that, or you know, you play it in real slow motion, and you see Morris going into his into his upper thigh and into his ribs and stuff, it looks like it looks a lot worse than it is. But to be honest, I think in this, like the speed of the game, the flow of the game, yeah, it's probably a flagrant foul, probably a flagrant one at most. Um, two, definitely not. Um, and also another thing that's sort of frustrated me is that Jokic has done stuff like this on countless occasions. When he doesn't get a call that he like, he doesn't like, he will go and hack at a player to commit a foul on purpose to stop the game. Um, he's done it countless times. Uh, I've seen loads of clips of that on Twitter, obviously, in the last 24 hours or so. Um, so it's almost a bit of a, a taste of his own medicine because obviously Markeith is, is probably a little bit peeved that, uh, that Bam didn't get a call like just before that clip. Um, Bam goes up to try and make a layup and Jokic hits him hard. Um, to be honest, I've not even seen much of that one because all the focus is on the rest. So I don't even know if that was a proper foul or what. But yeah, I think, like you said, if if it wasn't for... Jokic's reaction I don't think we'd even be talking about the incident with Morris I don't think he'd get a ban or a, a, a fine sorry um, definitely not I think yeah like you said it's a basketball incident at most it's a flagrant one but in no realm does it warrant that sort of reaction from a man that's seven foot tall 300 pounds and from the back when you're not looking we'll come on to that next because that's obviously this is the way where it all starts but um Bilal like this this foul this Morris foul came on the back of what's not really being shown a lot which was um Jokic sort of whacking Bam in the face around the rim and as we've already seen there in one of the comments you know it's a you see more dangerous fouls around the hoop than what you saw there and that was that was an aggressive foul that was that was a big slap in the face there from Bam. And you can see there, that's why Morris got, you know, he went in hard. Look, we're not, I'm not here to defend Morris. It was, as you said, it's a flagrant foul. He knows what he was doing there. But that was all based on that reaction. Um, the whole thing started from that Bam foul, didn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, obviously, Marquis, known as an enforcer in the league, is always the first one to defend his teammates. Um, and as you said, that was a flagrant one at most. Nothing more, nothing less. And to grant that reaction from the league MVP. So he, he's the face of the league at the moment. And he's the face across Europe and probably across the world. And to grant that reaction is just unacceptable. And for those who are actually saying it's Marquis' fault for igniting that, it's just wrong because that's just a hard foul. It's just, it's the fourth quarter. They were up, I think, 15. Game was probably out of sight. There was no need to do that for, especially when a man wasn't looking. Mm, yeah, this. Well, let, let's get into it because this is this is the main point. This is why I've been incensed really over over Twitter. And as I said, I do keep things coming uh, tongue in cheek. I am so I, I, I'm sarcastic. I do this. I, I do things always for a little bit of a bite. But I've been I've been incensed by the fact that people are are justifying it and the 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 whole reaction to it. The whole point of this is Morris started it, so Jokic finished it. Nah, I'm not having that. That is bullshit. And the reason why that is bullshit is because a hard basketball foul, I don't care what you do. If, if, you are, if you're going to go and throw, 
300 pounds, seven foot one of your body at a run. I've never seen Jokic run so fast. He runs into a person who isn't looking. He is defenseless. So that means he's defenseless. And, you know, that is cowardly. I don't care what anybody says. That is a cowardly play by an MVP. That's what I've been incensed with. And the fact that people are defending it, saying, well, you know, Morris started it. You've got to respect what's coming. No, you can't. Whenever you see any, you know, there's enough fight, um, you know, things that go around social media where you see people having fights in any walk of life. As soon as somebody bitches someone like that, they, they sucker punch him. They show something where they're not in, they're not in view. They can't see what's coming. Everybody reacts the same way. That's uncalled for. You don't sucker punch. That's, that's a bitch move. And people, what, what's annoying me is that people are looking, they are looking at the uh, the player that has received it. And this is the case, obviously, Mar- Markeith Morris. He's not a very well-liked person around the league. Don't get me wrong. Everyone knows I'm not his biggest fan either. When he came to the Heat, I said, God, it's going to be difficult to, it's going to be difficult to, um, to, to be cheering for one of the Morris brothers. It's been exhausting trying to defend one of the Morris brothers over the last 24 hours. So I, I get that. And people are looking at that more than anything. It's more like it would be if it was his brother that got it, like it would be if Patrick Beverly got it. They are looking at the player rather than what the actual action is. If this had been one of the media darlings here, if that was done to a, a Jar Morant or a, a Shea Gilgis Alexander, which is probably a terrible example because if it did it to them, they'd be in row 14. But if they did it to them, everybody would be going in on Jokic, but they're not because it's Markeith Morris. Bilal, is that fair? I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's just that it's because it's Markeith Morris. Everyone's going in at him. Everyone's Obviously, Markeith Morris doesn't have a, a, a good past. In the NBA, as you've seen, a, a, a large a large interactions of players. Um, he's had a lot of, um, let's just say, fights and brawls in his time in the NBA. So obviously, he doesn't have that good look. But in this case, he is the victim. I, I believe it's just it's just a hard foul. But to do something when a man isn't looking is just unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah. It is. And that's why I say fuck Nikola Jokic, because that is that is a bullshit thing. I like him as a player. He's a brilliant player. He does for the guy his size to do the things he does. It's incredible. But that is I can't believe I've had to. I just don't understand why I'm I'm arguing with people that are saying he got what he deserved. This is I said seven foot one, 300 pounds into your back when you're not looking. Ollie, he's got whiplash. He's not going to be playing basketball tonight because he's got whiplash. You don't get whiplash for nothing. You get whiplash when you're in fucking car crashes. You know, this is the difference. Like, how can, why are people defending this? It's, it's, it said he was, he was on the floor for several minutes. This is a so-called tough guy. He doesn't just lay on the floor. That stretcher came on for fuck's sake. This is it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no. Again, like what you said, yeah, it's, it's bang on, really. Um, if It's ironic, really. It's, it's sort of the theme of Twitter, isn't it? It's... It's what it is, really. It's a facade. You you have that security blanket of being behind a screen and behind behind a keyboard. Um, in the real world, if any of those people that are defending Jokic, if they were in that situ- if they were in Morris's shoes in that situation, I'm sure that they wouldn't think, well, yeah, I got what I deserved. Like there's no, like you said, there's no justifiable reason for him to do that. Um, a one game suspension as well for me, that's not enough. I think, um, and for Morris to get what was it, $50,000 fine um, for the foul? Um, I, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I think I think another thing that I mentioned, um, or a lot of people have said, is that the NBA are very good at protecting their stars, and I think they have done that very well with Nikola Jokic in this situation. Um, they are trying to protect his image, and, you know, he's the, he's the unlike, uh, or the 
unconventional MVP from you know Eastern Europe that no one really expected this from. And now look at how brilliantly he's doing. And don't get me wrong, like you said, he is he is fantastic at what he does. Um, but that shouldn't mask the fact that what he did was, as you say, cowardly and wrong. And I think if that was, if it was Morris on LeBron James or Kevin Durant or Giannis, those three are not going to react in that way at all. 100%. 100%. Yeah, this is it. So, um, yeah, I just think, as I said, it's not like you've already brought up, Oli, it's not the first time he's done something, not maybe like this exactly, but he's got that side to him, isn't he, where he lashes out. We've seen it before. Um, yeah, I agree. One game suspension was the next thing I was going to come on for me. That I think that's laughable as well. This is a guy now, uh, Morris is going to be out. You don't know how long. He's Obviously, he's out tonight with whiplash. That probably means he's out tomorrow night as well against the Clippers on the back-to-back. We probably won't see him there. So who knows? And this is an important part of our of our arsenal. So uh, he's out because Nikola Jocic has bitched him from behind. Um, and uh, and that, that for me, it's cowardly. It's it's just, it's completely cowardly. It's completely, is 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 at that point, he's he has no defence. That Marcus Markeith Morris has no defence. He would have expected after that foul, he would have expected something coming. It was a hard foul, but you don't smash someone in the back when they're not looking. It's just it's a cowardly reaction. And what also followed me on for that was then obviously everyone went to the bench while the officials uh, worked out whatever they worked out, which again was quite laughable as well. I think they ended up giving two free throws to Denver on that play, which was quite incredible. Um, but the players laughing on the bench obviously then called out. Um, Jimmy to get involved and uh, yeah he did go in we're going to come into that in a second but Bilal um, the other reason why I say fuck Denver is because whilst all this was going on whilst a player is injured on the floor heavy for, for many minutes we have a stretcher coming out getting medical attention the Denver Nuggets fans are shouting out MVP to their to their superstar what do you make of that? Well, that's just appalling to be honest um, if anyone's on the floor injured we saw that a couple of years ago with the Raptors when, when K- KD went down um, in Toronto, and then they were they were clapping or something, or they were cheering when he got injured. That's just that's level zero for a fan base. To be fair, um, to you saw Marquise like Marquise Morris is a, such a tough guy. I never expected him to be on the floor for that long. That shows that that he was seriously hurt from a fat guy like Jokic, who's seven foot, three hundred pounds, just to to smash at him while he was while he wasn't looking. It's unbelievable. And then the the Nuggets fans cheering that on like. If I was a Heat fan and one of our players did that, I would not be supportive of that, even though if he's a Heat guy. But that, that was unacceptable. Oli, you look like you want to say yeah. something? Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I think what um, a lot of Miami Heat, sort of the, the players, the staff and the fans especially, we always want to go up against the the best, the strongest opponent to prove yourself. And I think um, as a, you know, if you're the, if you're the Nuggets, for example, um, you wanting a player to be injured and then effectively weakening your opposition, I think it shows a lack of belief in your own ability because you know that you can't then beat the player. Granted, Marquise Morris isn't our best player. He's not a, a massive part of our rotation, but he's important. Um, mm. And I think it shows, yeah, maybe a lack of security in their own ability. Like They can't beat Miami without injuring their best player and they're happy about that rather than being worried for that person's welfare. Yeah, it was just a classless act. I thought when someone's getting medical attention, this wasn't just a this wasn't just a twisted ankle or anything. This was something serious, as it would have been. He's got whiplash now, for God's sake. And to have the, the, the crowd chant an MVP at their player um, while that's going on, it just shows their class. So that's why I say fuck Denver, your shitty little 
zero f- rings, no champions, no divisional titles, no nothing franchise. Go forget to fuck. So, uh, but as what started that with all the, uh, 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 the 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 bench as well, players laughing. That's what called Jimmy out to then get involved. And this is going to be our next topic because Jimmy then went mad. He went into one about calling out. And people think this was at Jokic, but it wasn't. It was actually at one of the bench uh, coaching staff um, where he called him out. And um, of course, you know, this is what led to it. So Jimmy lost his shit here. And of course, it then meant that everyone was now going around calling Jimmy a fake tough guy. Um, you know, this isn't a fake tough guy. This is someone who, you know, has seen one of his guys go down. He's asking them, we'll see you in the back. He's not having it here right on the court. He's not saying... You know, let's do it while there's millions of security around and loads of uh, police and fans and everything else. He's saying, we'll see you out the back. Um, but it just makes me laugh with this uh, narrative of a fake tough guy. Um, and, that, you know, let's let's be honest. This is Twitter. Remainly, we're all talking on Twitter. I started this show saying, fuck Nikola Jokic. He's seven foot. He would have had bigger shits than today than I am. So, I, you know, we're all fake tough guys. But, um, Bilal, what do you think of this? Because um, Jimmy is somebody who was on the streets at 13. He had never had a dad. His mum threw him out. He's grafted his way to the top. He's a scrapper. He's not going to give a fuck who he's up against. And yet people call him a fake tough guy. I can't think of anything more like opposite to the truth than that. They only call him a fake tough guy because they wish they had Jimmy Butler on their team or they wish they had someone like Jimmy Butler on their team. If you're calling out a guy, if you're, you're constantly talking about someone when they know it's not true, it means they want them on their team. That's the reality because Jimmy Butler is a big part of our team, not only on the floor, off the floor as well. As you saw, he was the one sticking up for Markeith Morris when this happened. He's the one that led everyone to the back, I believe. And that picture was just epic. That's the picture of the year for me, 2021. That picture needs to go everywhere. And you see Dwayne Dedman with his towel on the back. That just made it even better. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, the uh, the picture. I'm just trying to find it here. Yeah, here we go. The picture, the hallway heat picture. Um, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, a lot of people outside of heat Twitter will just cringe at it and laugh at it and go, "Oh, look at him, look at him, look, guys." Th- 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 as I said, if you're a Heat fan, that is in the Hall of Fame. That is our guys ready to go to war. And people thought, "Oh, you know, this is security in the way." That's not. That's our GM. That's our GM in a way. We're sitting there with championship ring on as well. Um, so uh, yeah, the the tough guy thing made me laugh. Because what's the funniest thing about this whole episode, if you like? Not that there's much funny about an injured player, but the funniest thing is suddenly we have cult status for Nikola Jokic's brothers. And um, I think that's hilarious. The fact that he's now, we now seem to have a, a Twitter account created, which I was convinced was fake. But by all accounts, it's not. It's real. I mean, that is, fuck me. You've gone on. You've made you've you've made a Twitter account on the night so you can tweet that we're going to come and get you to Marcus Morris for backing up his brother getting injured. I mean, Ollie, in in honestly, that that makes me want to pull my eyes out. That is the cringiest thing. And what's even cringier is the fact that the timeline are celebrating almost this heroic status because all oh, Nikola Jokic has got two fug brothers who are from Serbia. Like, what are we doing here? Talk about fake tough guy, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know where they've got this sort of um, this image of. Um, obviously, you know, they're both, all three of them are very big men. They're all really tall, really big, well built. Um, they're from Serbia, like you said. Um, but I mean, I don't. They don't have this sort of tough. They look intimidating, granted, but. There's nothing to it, I don't think. One of them's been arrested for assaulting a woman. Like, 
This is that, it. And people are, and people are, are they're, they're, it's like they're championing it. They're, it's like they're the heroes. It's like, why are you, why are you celebrating these guys? Because they show emotion because their brother gets in sport. It's the same as last time. I think it was against the Cavs, was it? When, um, when Jokic lashed out and you could see him in the background going into one like they was going to run on the court. And people are celebrating this because they're, they're from Serbia and they've got a bit of a bad reputation, all the rest of it. I think it's hilarious. It's cringy. And the fact that he's actually gone out and tweeted Morris to say, yeah, you watch out because we're going to come and get you and all the rest of it. And by all accounts now, they've got uh, they've got tickets to the rematch on the 29th in Miami. Uh, my word, Bilal, it, it's just it, it, like they wouldn't get out of there alive. If Miami turned on them, one to a dozen in Miami, albeit I'm not from there. But everyone says that we, you can go down to any fitness centre and there'll be dozens of Jokic brothers in the gym there. So that is, what, what is this all about? Uh, I think it's just two bollocks, if, I'm, if you ask me. Um, I just think that they're just doing it for the clout. They're, they're getting recognition now. They're, they're trying to build their, their reputation, their status. I think it's just all talk, all behind the keyboard. Like Oli said earlier, it's, it's, it's fine to do it behind the keyboard, but when, yeah. when it's in person, it's a different story. And this is just literally for clout. It's just for, to build status and build reputation. It's bollocks. It is building states, exactly. So let's get on to the rematch. 20 days till the rematch. Uh, 19 days, I think, till the rematch. Um, that's going to be a bit tasty. Now, what do uh, what do Denver do here, Ollie? Do they, do they take um, Jokic out here? If they if they put him in, because he's going to get it's going to get roughed up. People are going to circle this 100. percent The fans, the arena will be a sellout. It will be riled up. Um, what's the best thing to do here? Do they take uh, Jokic out, or more importantly, do Miami go start the game with UD in? Yeah, that's what I tweeted. I I want to see UD get his first start in however long. Um, he will get a suspension. He will do whatever he wants to Jokic in that situation. You know. He doesn't play regularly anyway. He is there for his leadership, his his background stuff that he does. Um, and that is what he brings to the Miami Heat and he has done for years and years. Um, obviously, going back to God knows how long ago it was now, but the Tyler Hansbrough play that UD had, um, where I think Tyler Hansbrough fouled Dwayne Wade really hard. And UD was in his head thinking, right, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him at some point. I don't know when it's going to be, if it's in this game or the next game, because um, it was in the playoff series that we had against them. Um, so he's always, he knows what he's doing and he will take a suspension, a fine. He won't, he will not care. It's about back, backing up his teammates. Um, and in terms of what I think Denver should do with Jokic, I have no idea. I think, I think it's a lose-lose situation for him. Mm. If he plays, like you said, he's going to get hacked. He's going to get abused from the crowd, everything. But then if they hold him back, then who's the fake tough guy then? Like it's, yeah. It's a lose-lose situation for him. So he's he's made his own bed and he's got a lie in it. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be really interesting to see how they go at this now because, uh, yeah, it's going to be wild. That is going to be wild. It's the game now of the year, really. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I would love to see UD come in and just like, just literally go straight at him, get suspended, and then fucking retire. I wouldn't care. That'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. Um, now, Jokic, to his credit, has apologised. He looked remorseful as he was walking off. He is that sort of guy that maybe does have that temper where we've seen that he's seen that sort of flashes of of anger that come out um, and it won't, but you could see almost as he was walking to the bench, he knew he'd done wrong. Um, and he did to his credit, give an apology. Um, Bilal, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, do you accept his apology? Mm, like you said, <laughs> like you said, um, 
I think it is. He 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 has that tendency to have the like a temper. You saw what he did to campaign, poor little campaign. He 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 whacked at him for no reason last season in the playoffs just because they were yeah. getting swept. So he does have that. And you saw when when Jimmy was chirping at the bench, he was quiet because he it felt like he was in his feelings that he knew he did something wrong. But uh, I don't want to let him off the hook for that. That, that was unacceptable. So we see him in Miami. That's all I'm yeah, saying. We need everything. We need we need everything, absolutely. Um, right, we'll sort of leave it there. What we will do quickly is talk about the game because the game was a poor one from Miami's point of view. It was only really to Jimmy Butler's credit that this was still any sort of a contest in the fact that we was within sort of 12, 13, 14 points going into the fourth. Um, Cole Lowry's been brilliant the last couple of games, but he was hot trash at, uh, on Monday. Bam was a no contest. He was dominated by Jokic. Um, so um, no complaints really about the result overall, Ollie. Yeah, no, not really. Um, in a way, what happened with Jokic and Morris was is kind of a bit of a blessing for the Heat because, like you said, yeah. it, it was a really poor game. Um, and for Kyle Lowry as well, he's done well to dodge media attention for, for again, a poor game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, we can't complain about the game itself. It, was, it wasn't great. It's just one of those that I think we've got to take on the chin. Um, but I think somebody, I can't remember who it was now, but someone tweeted out earlier in the day that, what happened with Jokic and Morris, that could be the fire that, you know, kicks the heat on now in this in this road trip. So hopefully that is the case because we need to have a better showing than that if we're going to win any of the next four away. Um, yeah, this is this is it. It was. I mean, there's no disgrace losing to Denver. No one, you know, seems to pick up many wins there. Heat have got a terrible record there. So that was, uh, it, it was just disappointing with the performance because, um, you know, Jimmy was brilliant. Tyler looked like he was trying to his credit. The guys have got four key players here. We've got we, we, in their squad. There's four key players. You only really need two of them to go to be good on any one night. And the chances are you're going to pick up a W. And it's just annoying to, to that that it just as I said for Jimmy's credit, it was the only reason why that game was ever close because it was a, it was a poor showing all the way through that, which was disappointing after uh, after a great start. But here we are now, about to go into the uh, to the LA LA double with the Lakers and the Clippers on a on a double header. And we'll quickly preview that before I let you both go. Uh, the Lakers tonight, Bilal, um, he are got obviously no Morris because of whiplash. Uh, no, um, uh, we've got questionable on Bam. We're questionable on, on Hero. We're questionable on Tucker, who seems to hurt his shoulder in that game as well. What we hear is that Hero and Bam should be in. But the bench is going to really be important in this game because Morris was a key part of that bench unit. Uh, he's not going to be there. Who's going to step up here off the bench? Because uh, after Tyler, it's looking a bit thin. Um, I saw... Cruz was ready to return, but then he... I think he has sort of, been ruled yeah, out now. He has, has been, been ruled out. out. Yeah. So, yeah, our bench is looking kind of thin. I'm not sure who will um, look to but um, as a marquee replacement. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Yurtsevin gets a bit of playing time because mm-hmm. I don't see KZ filling that role of um, what Markeith does. But mm. you're right, the bench unit has to be big or you never know, Spo might go heavy on his rotate, um, minutes with the starters. So yeah, we'll I think that it's, yeah, I think it's one of them now that you almost really sort of try and go all in for this one and take this game and almost accept a scheduled loss against the Clippers because, uh, you know, it's going to be heavy minutes, I think, if we're going to get through this. Lakers have been up and down this season, but it's still always a tough game, especially in their own arena. Um, Caleb Martin strikes me, Ollie, as one that could be key here tonight because... As I said, no, uh, no Morris, which means Tyler's going to be running it. After that, it's Caleb, and then maybe some Gabe Vincent minutes. But Caleb Martin could have a real impact tonight's game. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, he's done pretty well in the, in the last few, and he's really, really earned his his two way contract. I think um, he is probably one of the better value two way contracts in the league, just for what he can contribute. Um, he's really tough on the defensive end. He's athletic. He's long. He's he's you know he's a good finisher, um, which is exactly what the Heat needed from their two way guys. Um, so yeah, I think um, I think he he could be important, especially as if you know Morris is out. Depends on the other rotation guys, see what happens there. Um, PJ Tucker as well. Yeah, I think he could have an important role to play. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some units of a minute, but if Bam and Deadmond are both available, then maybe not because maybe mm. putting three big men maybe a bit too much. And, you know, Spo likes to favour the small ball kind of thing. Um, but again, as you said, Blau, I think, I think KZ is not ready yet. Um, been saying that for about three years now, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Caleb will have a, a good impact and I think we'll kind of need him to. Question. Yeah. Uh, question on. quickly. Do you see any Bam and Deadman together minutes? Possibly, possibly. I mean, I think we would probably we would probably see more KZ minutes before we'd see both of them together or even Yurtsevan maybe. In. Um, I think Spo would rather have Deadman in when, when Bam's out to uh, we get productive minutes out of him there. Um, it would surprise me, but it would it would really need to be. Uh, I mean, for example, PJ Tucker is questionable tonight. There's been no mention on him. If he's down, who knows? We could waste it. We'll see it. But I think we, I think it would maybe be a third option. I would even go as far as saying you might even see some UD minutes before you see them two together. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, as I said, it's a disappointing start because of that injury. We don't know how long Morris is going to be out. This positive sort of three and two or better road trip would now. You know, it's starting to swing. So we're hopefully we can split this series at least in LA um, and then come back uh, to the Heat House with a bit of momentum. But we will leave it there, guys. A bit of a different uh, evening tonight as a go opposed to the usual game day from the UK stream. That will be back tomorrow with that to preview the Clippers game. Hopefully, we'll be talking about a nice win tonight. We will also now leave the Jokic talk right there. I've been speaking about it no non-stop for the last 24 hours. So you fucking Nuggets fans can get out of my DMs because I wasn't listening anyway. Go cry to yourself about it. I'm not interested. But as always, guys, please just take my stuff with a pinch of salt. It's never with any malice. It's never with any bad blood. But having said that, fuck Nikola Jokic and fuck Denver Nuggets. Take it easy, guys. See you soon. You've been listening to Heating Up the UK. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to ensure you never miss a show. Also, go give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by finding our page at the Miami Heat UK. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Miami Heat UK TV, for our latest shows and fun content. That's your Miami Heat from across the pond. Covered. Thanks for listening.